Hey there, and welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer, and I'm the hunk on this episode. Whoa! Wow. Yes, I could tell. I could tell. You had the energy about you. Yes. <laughs> Where did hey. the energy come from? <laughs> if we may, why are you the hunk today? Yeah, why are you the hunk today? Uh, I am the hunk because um, I coordinated everything. To get this all together. <laughs> sure it is. Thank you, God. I've been and, um, for everything that's happened. <laughs> uh, and uh, I have uh, a nice, as many people tell me, beard. Great. Uh, good job. They think so it is nice. we've got with us the guys from Two Chunks and Hunk. If you don't know that by now, you've been living under a rock. Welcome to day three day of three. being on the show. Guys, if you want to sound off, say hey to everyone. Reverse hey, hey guys. order. Go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Jordan. Hey, it's me, Doge. I'm Carter. Hey, and welcome. Thanks, guys. That was a sound off here. if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let's that's, try that's it again, thing. but with Go ahead less. And turn your sound off, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Could we get a take um, with so, yeah. less energy? I worry that's just too amped up for the show. Yeah, let me go again. I'll take it again. Okay. Yeah. I'm take it down Jordan. a notch. This one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, well, good smiling. job, Carter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so just a quick reminder, we have, as we mentioned, the guys from Two Chunks and a Hunk podcast, they have selected their own theories to present to us. So far, we have heard from Doge and Jordan, and now, finally, we've arrived at Carter, and Carter mm -hmm. has quite the theory to share with us. I'm I really excited. Mm -hmm. So, Carter, <laughs> what do you got? So I have Carter, before you start before you start is it okay if you work in like one or two dinosaur facts here and there just to get <laughs> me on the hook okay thank you absolutely and I'll come up with my chat. own theory too oh. yeah it's tough to follow you guys it's tough to follow you guys um, my theory comes from one Jason Concepcion and I have to tell you plug for Jason Concepcion he's a big contributor to Binge Mode if you've ever listened to that it's kind of an accompaniment podcast through really anything pop culture. He was also on a podcast called The Connect. Uh, he's very thorough, so bear with me here, okay, as I read through some of this, but I think it's worth listening to just about all of it. And I'm going to give you the stage that he has set, okay? Since it first hit theaters, audiences have been enchanted by Home Alone and its scenes of young Kevin romping through the affluent Chicago suburbs all by his lonesome, accidentally ship uh, shoplifting from the grocery store, making a pizza boy think he was about to be murdered, and most famously defending his home from a pair of bumbling thieves using a series of Roadrunner vs. Coyote devices of his own design. Are y'all laughing that I said? <laughs> Shiplofting. 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 <laughs> I'm trying not to be a bit higher. Um, home Alone's impact... <laughs> That's not a part of this. This is not Jason Concepcion. Home Alone's impact on modern holiday culture, I can't argue this, cannot be overstated. But the movie has another legacy, mm. a hidden legacy. So do you want to play a game? <laughs> I've uh, I Jason Concepcion had been working on this theory for several years he claims researching pouring over the film now he seems to say with certainty that Home Alone is in actuality the origin story of Jigsaw nay John Kramer the infamous serial killer and mentor to serial killers from the Saw movie series. Here are some mm -hmm. examples as to why. Throughout Home Alone and Home Alone 2 Lost in New York Kevin displays anger control issues a proclivity for violent fantasies and voyeuristic tendencies combined nasty boy combined 
with a fetish for recorded video. <laughs> I haven't think become you go to prison, actually, if you say the word fetish while also talking about a kid. I don't think you could say yeah. that, Carter. <laughs> this is a family <laughs> podcast. That's fine. Kevin he didn't becomes say fascinated that. with his next door neighbor, old man Marley. Why? Well, he had just learned that Marley is possibly the serial killer known as the South Bend Shovel Slayer. Kevin seems especially obsessed with the idea that old man Marley imprisoned and mummified his victims. Early on in Home Alone, Kevin comes downstairs to discover that the extended McAllister clan, there's quite a few of them, has devoured all the slices of his beloved plain cheese pizza. His older brother, the corpulent bully Buzz, teases him about this, telling Kevin that if he wants some plain cheese pizza, someone's going to have to barf it up. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. Sound familiar? Mm. At that same moment, Kevin sees his cousin, the notorious bedwetter, Fuller, with whom Kevin is sharing a bed later that evening, gleefully smirking while filling his feeble bladder with product placement Pepsi. <laughs> Classic trip. I love his alliterations. Yes. Me alliterations. Too. <laughs> Kevin reacts by flying into a murderous rage, releasing a guttural scream while tearing into Buzz in a whirlwind of nails and teeth. Buzz easily outweighs Kevin by perhaps 80 pounds, but the force of Kevin's attack pushes the older boy back against the kitchen counter. Seems unrealistic, unless mm. unless there's something more. In Home Alone 2, Kevin records a video of his uncle Frank in the shower, later using the video to frighten hotel workers. That's strange. We're just kind of letting Kevin get away with a lot of stuff. <laughs> 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 to be honest, when we watched a kid like kill people in Violent Night recently, it was like, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. unrealistic too. Or is it? Yeah. Kevin experiences... But in Home Alone, <laughs> I feel like you watch and you're just like, yay! <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin experiences frequent realistic visual and auditory hallucinations. Let's talk about that furnace. So seeing the furnace in the basement, he himself saw a ravenous, fiery mod monster. This particular symptom of his psychosis would become important to his methodology as the serial killer Jigsaw. I have to say this is Carter speaking now. Brave Little Toaster did this for me too. There's something about a kid seeing angry inanimate objects. That just feels <laughs> mm-hmm. not good. How about Fern Gully? Mm-hmm. Do you remember, oh. yes, remember Fern Gully? Big time. Is it the yeah, not, what's, me. not steamroller? What is it called? Like a logging machine or whatever? Yeah. That's so angry. Yeah. 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 And like uh, Tim Curry's character is the essence of it. You're like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember not particularly caring for cars whose headlights and grill looked mean when I was a mm-hmm. kid. I, was like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. like. Jason Concepcion begins to draw some connections between these things that he hallucinates about and then eventually creates on his own and what Jigsaw would do later. But we need to consider Kevin's metal-mouthed furnace monster hallucination. Jason contended that this obviously scarring childhood fear would play an influential role in his later work as Jigsaw and that he would use a similar looking device to torture, if we remember, Amanda in Saw. I have to tell you, this is Carter speaking again. We sound, I sound just like Jason. Um, <laughs> I, in college, decided that a buddy of mine, Matthew Ficke, these other guys know who that is, we were just going to watch all the Saw movies. So you need to know that I have consumed all of this. In Saw 2, Jigsaw, we'll say Kevin, recreates his childhood basement right down to the furnace monster. This is a podcast medium. But if you look up what Jason Concepcion has shared, he does some side-by-side photos here that are pretty compelling. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. 
Jigsaw places the antidote to a poison inside the furnace, luring his victims inside. When the victim grabs the antidote, the furnace door shuts and the victim is burned alive. This happens again and again. The flammable jelly trap that Jigsaw uses, we see flames used all the time on our on our bumbling... What, what are they wet called? Bandits. What, the wet bandits. Well, well, the wet, the, wet bandits. The wet yep. bandits, and then they were the sticky bandits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second movie, I think. Mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things that Jason shares as he's kind of going through all the things. And if you've ever seen Home Alone, these are pretty visceral. We've got someone who steps on a nail. We've got someone who just falls. We've got (laughs) an iron that falls on somebody's face. Uh, What at first glance seems like an innocent, if mischievous child, justified defense of life and property is in actuality, cold-blooded and repeated attempt at double (laughs) homicide. Like legitimately, (laughs) the fact that these guys didn't die. In 2012, Dr. Ryan St. Clair of Cornell Medical College was asked to assess the injuries incurred by Harry and Marv at the hands of Kevin McAllister. Have you seen this video? No. <laughs> I've heard a different it podcast is, do it as well. Really? It, yeah, it Sawbones. It is so much fun to watch this video. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is astounding to me. I'll give you the summary of the whole video, which is, oh, they're instantly dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do the, uh, we talked about the blowtorch to the scalp, which you don't really have to have a professional <laughs> explain that that's probably not <laughs> a good idea, but let me just skull. give you some of uh, Dr. St. Clair's words here. Harry has an interesting reaction to having a lit blowtorch aimed directly at his scalp. Rather than remove himself from danger, he keeps the top of his skull directly in line of fire for about seven seconds. What was likely a simple second degree skin burn is now a full thickness burn likely to cause necrosis of the calivarium, so the skull bone. That means the skin and bone tissue on Harry's skull will be so damaged and rotted that his skull bone is essentially dying and will likely require a transplant, a skull bone <laughs> transplant. If well, these you things, know what they say, the skull bone's connected to the brain bone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if these things sound disgusting to you and visceral, wow, lo and behold, the plot of Saw. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... Let's end with this, though. Perhaps, despite the obvious similarities between Kevin and Jigsaw's MOs, Kevin's obvious mental instability, his predilection for violence, his hatred of the police, his twisted sense of morality, and his gleeful dispensing of possibly life-ending violence, you still aren't convinced that Kevin is Jigsaw. How then to explain? We talked about something yesterday uh, about dodgeball connection to heavyweights. And we have something Mm -hmm. similar again. How then to explain the clear resemblance between young Kevin and ailing Jigsaw? I was already in on this theory, and obviously I'll give what I think about it at the end. But this is bizarre to me. So same eye color, same skin, like milk skin tone, same chin shape, same smirking lips. And if that isn't Mm -hmm. enough, the last bit of evidence, something that Jason found while scoring the film frame by frame for clues, something that raises the hairs on his neck even to this day. There in the scene in which Kevin first discovers he's home alone as he wanders downstairs into the basement right before he first hallucinates the furnace monster, right before that happens, that catalytic moment. Uh, He has had such an obvious impact on his psyche. He finds it. And then he zooms in on this. There's a clown in the same part of the basement where that furnace is that looks so much like the jigsaw clown. And here was the trauma. Yeah. This This is Bruce Wayne's bat cave experience. You know what I'm saying? You become the monster. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, as I said, I've watched both of these. I haven't watched the entire series. I kind of fell into, I love the business of movies and Mm -hmm. the influence that it has on culture and then like economically. These entire series. So Saw Saw 10 is coming out 
this year in October, there's 10 of the Saw movies. Home Alone technically had seven, I think, mm. right? They kind of go Doesn't all over count. the place. Maybe we get an, an OG actor back and then we just try something in. Maybe we just give Chris Rock a chance to be a part of it. I don't know. Maybe he wants to do something for work. But they almost made the exact same worldwide gross. This has nothing to do with the theory. Mm. But these two combined. It's so funny. They, the Saw series has made just over a billion dollars. So that's why they keep happening. Uh, as a whole, it has made sure. more than $1 billion worldwide. But I think I'm going to go see Saw. It's, they're calling it Saw X, which how do you think Vin Diesel feels about that? <laughs> why aren't they calling it Saw 10 colon the Fast Saga 2 Saw 2 Saw 2 Saw? I have no <laughs> I are, you telling me, are you telling me this movie is called Socks? <laughs> so, yeah. Socks. <laughs> Well, you know what degloving is. Uh. <laughs> um, I would like to interject and say um, what's funny is there are actually several fan theories about who Kevin McAllister grows up to be. Can't remember things off the top of my head, but at least there are at least two or three other ones that connect him to other characters in other movies. Mm -hmm. But I must say, was he ever a serial killer? No, he was not. <laughs> that was. Um, <laughs> But I must say, like, there are, I feel like this one is the most compelling. My yeah. only, yes. <laughs> the, yeah. the only thing that, that takes me out of it is simply the, the temporal element of it, of, you know, he's, when does Saw, we assume that Saw takes place and the year that it came out, which was, I think that was 2006, maybe, um, mm -hmm. somewhere around there. And so if we're putting them in the exact same timeline, you know, it's clearly not possible for young Kevin McAllister to be uh, Jigsaw, unless something went even more horribly wrong. Well, here's what, here's what. let me tell you now. The difference between okay. Macaulay Culkin when Home Alone came out and then Macaulay Culkin in 2006 probably shocked people as much as yep. seeing him compared to Saw. So I, could, I, have seen, <laughs> I have seen cute young actor turn Crypt Keeper many times in my day, sir. <laughs> I have seen how the Macaulay does fade. <laughs> this was 2004 oh 2004 sorry I, my my freshman year of college my boyfriend at the time made me watch this against my will and mm. it was Soft. awful i, I hated it like cool so guy. much i would never do yeah, that to you. Be, that's why you yeah made it, would, me. it would have to be 14 <laughs> years after what was that one that you made me watch was the strangers the strangers yeah <laughs> no i didn't make you watch that you watched Stop, it because you wanted to hold my there hand in this podcast okay no <laughs> <laughs> but as a person with a skim milk skin tone um i do kind of take offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> and blue eyes and blue eyes and blonde hair and, i take a little yeah. offense i could be jigsaw for all <laughs> this doesn't really have anything to do with the theory so it's probably good that i bring it up but i <laughs> i watched saw and saw two and i think saw three this last halloween just for funsies uh saw one rules it's a, yeah. that I movie is phenomenal. It's not even like it didn't turn into the like gross gory saw until mm -hmm. like saw three saw one yeah. was still just like a thriller, like a, like yeah. seven. It's, it's that, equally as gory and scary as seven. Just over the and top. And that, that twist. I mean, I mean, that's, that's one of the best twists twist. in any movie yeah. and, and many fantastic yeah. twist. Good movie. Yeah. Silence of Good the We're not going to yeah. spoil it here though. No. Um, I mean, we can. We, we spoil all the time. Um, okay. Um, skim milk skin. Does, does anybody else have any questions to bring up about uh, that may, um, you know, lead you one way or the other? 
I just want to know, Carter, how much convincing did this one take you from title to, you know what? I think I'm there because mm. I can see it in your eyes. So, so <laughs> how long did it take you? You know what I mean? To be convinced? Mm-hmm. I am down, dude. I'm always down for something that just seems absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. And if I can even get close to an argument, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so I was convinced uh, pretty quick. I, get that. I, have, I have a question here. Okay. So, um, I mean, I know this, there was a lot of, of writing here that, I mean, fair to say, we didn't cover every single bit of it because there was just so much. But, um, you know, everybody's heard, I mean, in the dearth of, nor- typically, again, as a white woman on a podcast, I should be hosting a true crime podcast, but mm-hmm. instead I'm here. Statistically. And what yeah. we've learned from true crime true crime podcasts is that uh, serial killers normally exhibit these certain characteristics of, like, torturing animals and uh, uh, then escalating those kinds of threats towards children and whatnot. Don't really see evidence of that for Kevin McAllister. Like, does he's he doesn't do anything to the uh, the tarantula in the movie. He doesn't torture it. Or but torturing people? Torture humans. Are... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He started. What he about? Jumps, he instead start of starting at animals. But that's yeah. why Jigsaw's so messed up, right? Because he doesn't yeah, start sure. small. He starts at people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, how, that starts that's how you get to like, that level. Yeah. Serial killers that start like by torturing animals, they just end up on an episode of mind hunters they don't get their whole 10 <laughs> series movies right they're not as interesting yeah. <laughs> as someone who's just trying to kill people early you know that's yeah. a bit more visceral <laughs> he's like those kids that graduate high school when they should be in like the fourth grade oh like yeah there recently a nine-year-old who got his high school diploma in the state of texas yeah. and yeah. Yeah. yeah one thing that's interesting is that i i mean he did a lot of good work on Lots of connections and that kind of thing. One thing that he, he mentioned at the beginning of the very beginning, but he didn't dig into a whole lot, is the fact that they both make crazy contraptions and traps yeah. and that kind of thing. Yes. Like that, that is a hallmark it's of really both creative. characters is this mm-hmm. ingenuity of their ways to torture people, basically. I'd say that the difference, though, is that with Kevin McAllister, you have the choice to walk into the house or leave. Whereas... <laughs> yeah. You don't exactly Here's the thing, get that though. choice. I'm glad you jigsaw. brought up leaving because if we're talking about trauma, your family just forgetting about you <laughs> probably has some lasting yeah. effect, especially Twice. when it happens more than <laughs> once. And I haven't mm-hmm. seen the other four or five iterations of Home Alone, but they're still called Home Alone. So I'd imagine there's something to do with somebody being like, mm, wasn't there another one? Kind of a skim milky kind of tone. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't know. Where's the Where's the boy that we have with uh, serial killer esque tendencies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's really quiet. <laughs> He's not yeah, here. Deal. I just do want to say that as someone who is a certified genuine pleasure to have in class as a young boy, <laughs> it takes almost no convincing for me to believe that Kevin McAllister grew up to be a real stinker of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's on his rap sheet mm-hmm. and a real sticker. <laughs> <laughs> real st- and to top it off, the worst charge of all, a rap scallion to the day he died. That's what the prosecutor says. Yeah. This is a case the DA would handle, and that is definitely in his opening argument. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, what a great way to open up the episode. Uh, from there, why don't we take a break, and then we'll come back, and we can read this theory.
and we're back. We're going to rate this uh, fun fan theory. I think it's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun, but it's necessary. I'm about to get that explicit part of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, you would, there is a fine line there. Uh, we've, yeah. we've found some of those that it's like, maybe not. Maybe we don't <laughs> we need do, this yeah, theory. We talk this about one, sports a lot. We've been able to to keep this on the light, fun side. Uh, But before we do, Michael, we need you to remind us of our rating scale. Of course. The highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. Okay, ratings for this theory. I went first, first last up. time. I don't want to go first this time. Oh. I'll go. I'll jump I'll jump out there. Kevin can kill me first and then you can get away. Genius. This is genius. This is obvious so obviously true. <laughs> Mm-hmm. that I don't think anybody should say anything other than genius when it's their <laughs> turn after I'm done. <laughs> this has been Fan Theory Queries. I was, I was, I was wrap it up here. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, um, I, I definitely am going to have to agree with Doge on this. It's, it's straight up genius. I mean, this may be even more genius than the comparison of uh, to have been Stiller's characters, you know? Like, uh, this just makes sense. It's for the same reasons. Like, there's just too much evidence that points to this being truth. So as far as I'm concerned, this is actual canon for me. And honestly, this will make me enjoy both of these movie series even more. Back to back. (laughs) Yes. Our traditional Christmas watch of Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Saw 1 through 9. (laughs) Um, So something I forgot to ask about earlier because again, I only saw the first one once a long time ago. Isn't Jigsaw like? Is he terminally ill? Does he have a? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what is his illness? Cancer. Cancer. Probably from all the lead paint and oils that mm-hmm. he breathed in while he was creating all of his traps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We don't know what he kind of cancer. cancer just smelling. It's just cancer. Cancer is cancer for its cancer's sake. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I, I'm okay. sure they specify. They have to at some point. Okay. But I don't uh, remember. Okay. I think he had lymph. He had lymphomaloma. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that sucks. That didn't seem. You like knew. You knew. Doge oh, leaned into the mic and you said. How did that taste? Like, How did that taste when it came out? Bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'll write next. Can I write next? <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Go ahead. I'd love to write next. Uh, I'm obviously giving this a genius. I think that that I'm going to give this a genius on two counts. Count number one is just simply the amount of research put into this theory mm-hmm. is off the charts, and I don't have the time to build a counterargument. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I just love it. I think it's so perfect, and and yeah. this is the kind of fan theory that makes sifting through. 10,000 different variations of the same like crappy fan theory, which you guys know probably better than anybody how many like throwaway cruft fan theories are out there. Mm-hmm. Sifting through all of those becomes worth it when you get to one of these and you're like, yes, creativity and fun. Right. So I'm, I'm genius all the way on this. This is a blast. Uh, okay. Jigsaw, former civil engineer, 
who was dying from an inoperable frontal lobe tumor that had developed from colon cancer. Oh, wow. Mm. Complicated. Thank you. Wow. That yeah, sounds so like... I was, <laughs> so I was wrong then. Set <laughs> 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 the record straight, y'all. That sounds like it hurts. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, because I was having trouble with like what you talked about of mm. if Kevin McAllister was going to beat Jigsaw in 2004. Mm. Not really fitting a timeline there, but mm. now that we have that info of this this chronic debilitating illness, I can give you that his appearance would have greatly deteriorated uh, sure. due to this. So then I can give this a genius. That is no. good work. It is excellent work. Uh, digging into the source materials of both and connecting them. That's what I yeah. really like uh, when you do those kinds of things. So yes, I give Love it Love that genius. Jason Concepcion. He had, he had to have spent a lot of time around like asbestos and lead paint mm -hmm. and like all that kind of stuff, right? Like all kinds of carcinogens. Mm -hmm. That was just sort oh, of yeah. his bread and butter, I think. Yeah. Are we talking about Jason Concepcion or? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, sorry, Jason. Jason, <laughs> Jason seems to be of sound mind yeah. and also body. I just it's, more meant yeah. Kevin McAllister. It's funny you bring okay. it up. That was literally his bread and butter. He would just take those things and spread them. <laughs> just spread yeah. lead paint on asbestos and just mm. eat them. <laughs> okay. So when you're home alone, I mean, what else All can right. you do? Uh, um, what do you do? Did Carter get yeah. to give his rating? He goes last. Okay. I haven't gone yet. Oh, I'm going uh, I thought you did. No, okay. I did not go. Okay. No, he went first okay. last time. He didn't want to go first. I have to at least lay down my concerns before <laughs> I give my final my final theory. So there's the timeline thing. The first movie, Home Alone, takes place in 1990s when it came out. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure I remember. Is Kevin supposed to be like eight in that somewhere around uh, there? Right. Yeah, so. eight to ten. Around. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We not only have to account for the aging process, so. If we were going to say he was eight, let's say, let's spin it out. Let's say he was 10 in, in 1990. That means he would be 24 in 2004 uh, when Saw comes out, which, you know, let's, okay, let's just say the cancer and all of that stuff really wrecked him. He also has to have the time if we remember that the whole re one of the whole reasons why he goes on his tirade or whatever is because um, his wife, he had, he was married and she was pregnant. And um, they, I believe they both died, right? Mm -hmm. The wife and the baby. Maybe? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so that was one of the motivations behind him going is like, people need to value their lives and la, 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 la. Um, and I know I'm, I'm t taking all the fun out of this, but I'm just thinking <laughs> out loud here. Yeah. Um, so I, but I still, I still give credibility to it. And especially you can't discount a lot of the connections made. I mean, that, that clown doll in the basement and then just the yeah. back to the basement looks so much like the one from the movie. So I, I will say I'll, I'll, because it's a special occasion, I'll go with genius. Whoa. About it, though. I'm not begrudging. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. Um, because I'm, I'm true Dude, to my man, word. It means a lot to me. I thought but you were like, gonna go with plausible. Hey, <laughs> no, no, I was gonna go with Christmas. No, no, I was gonna go with. I don't get it. I was gonna go with sawzable. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's better. That's actually sawzable. so much better. <laughs> Extra large cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like, if, if it weren't for the time factor, like 
that would hundred yeah. percent. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. For sure. Uh, and I guess hesitate. I guess we're really going based off of like release dates of the movies. But I bet someone yeah. could make some kind of argument to at least give us five, six, seven more years of Home Alone because everything's pretty generic in terms of what yeah. they're wearing. Nothing screams nineties except right. that it was released in ninety to me. But well, same thing I for Saw. That. Also, I mean, we don't have anything right. either really nailing down. I mean, without me going in and looking, nailing down that timeline. So I, I the will... jeans, the jeans on the guys in the bathroom in the first saw would beg <laughs> to differ. <laughs> uh, what's, what's that? What's uh, Wesley, Prince Wesley, or what's his name? Yeah. Carey Carey yeah, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Is he a prince? Yeah. Maybe there's a connection. Okay, there. Yeah. He was not a prince. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> he would eventually become Robert once he married Buttercup. It's a scene. Uh, genius. He became the princess's bride. Princess's bride. <laughs> That's his husband, right? I I I think it's genius. I think for reasons that have been shared, I love when people can just absolutely find some ridiculous way to put two things together. I'm totally down. Yes. And this is a perfect way to end two chunks in a hunk week with a pure full consensus, a unanimous rating of genius wow. for a, a theory. I want to give you guys one more opportunity to plug your show, but before we get there, I'm, if you don't mind, I did have one more fascinating detail that I came across the other day that I want to share. Good. Yeah, um, good. Now, this one doesn't have anything to do with anything y'all have done recently, so it may not hit as well and as close to home, but I still think it's worth noting, especially for movie fans like yourself. There are a lot of times in movies where you have these really cool references, but you don't realize it until someone points mm. it out to you. And so this one is pointed out to us by Skyfall91404 on Reddit. And they explain that in Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, Dwayne Johnson's avatar did not have the power to read the map. This is because paper beats rock. Wow. I mean, duh. We all knew that. The only I time he's ever lost anything in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know it. You got to mm. <laughs> And the map was like, sometimes the map fights back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being good sports. Thanks again so much for being on the show. This was a blast. Um, yeah, thanks, Once guys. again, the show is called Two Chunks and a Hunk. And where we know we can listen to it anywhere. Do you guys have like a great social media presence that people might be interested in following? Is that a question? Oh, yeah. It was, did do you guys oh, have oh. a great social? I thought media? you were saying we did. Yes, oh. we do. We, we have what is best described as an intermittent social media presence, okay. which is to say one week one week on, nine, 10, 11 weeks off. Who knows? <laughs> That's we're like familiar. a cool, distant father. Every time we show up, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh he's here. On. Yeah, we don't have, we're like just really, really good athletes, the kind that are just like when the season's going, we really only focus on on the game. You right. know? That's making right. the mm -hmm. podcast. Yeah. It's All like Star Wars endorsements and you know Matt Saracen. We're not nearly. It's as like good how Star Wars that. used to be, which is to say, rare. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, with that, this has been Fan Theory Queries, and I'm Laura. I'm Michael. I'm Spencer. I'm Spencer. And I'm Spencer. And I'm Spencer. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Want to play a game, Spence? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and, I, and I'm uh, Jordan Doge Carter, the first. 
subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on other fascinating fan theories. <laughs> Yeah, that'll, yeah, that, that, that'll, that'll work. That's, that's fine.